from World Vegan Guides and say hello to my new co-host and big brother, James. Hey, that's me. I'm an actor and musician who knows nothing about the influencer world. This is the show that pulls back the filter on the industry of influencing, content creating and brand partnerships. We put the question to content creators, bloggers, TikTokers, gamers, actors and industry heavyweights. From what do you charge? To how'd you get so large? Join us each week as we find out the tools that our guests use to grow their influence and their following so that you can too. This is Do, do you, you Even Influence? James, you know that's not... Yeah, Wait, let's just start that again. Oh. OMG. You are my bestie. Welcome back to our final episode for this season. James, what a quick season it has been. We will be back in the middle of July. And if you are new to CC Monthly, pretty much this is the episode, James, where we wrap up everything that's topical, that's happening in the content creator space, maybe the new things that have changed online and also just catch up on how the bloody hell are you? Yeah, that's right. And at one point we were talking about getting some CC chips on the show. I'm still waiting for the CCs when I'm hungry right now. So I'm not sure what's going on with that, but uh, we got to get onto it for the, I was going to say for the next one, but we'll see. Well, we like to kick these episodes off uh, figuring out or asking each other what we're reading, watching, or maybe something that we're recommending at the moment. James, what are you into? What's your like latest scoop? Well, the album that's the best album in the world right now mm-hmm. is Gang of Youth's album, Angel in Real Time. Oh, my God, I thought you were going to say Harry Styles. No, oh, Gang of Youth. Oh, my gosh. It's just such a good album. You know that I'm not super into. And I'm sure Harry's album's fantastic, but I'm just not super into that type okay, of pop. Predicting music. now Harry is, like, the king of our generation. Harry is, like, up there with, like, the MJ of right. you seriously think that he's that good i need to listen to this he's album so then. good i've also decided this is my breakup album from a situation ship and it's just been such a beautiful album james you would love the album okay i need to get into okay. it but i can't stop listening to gang of views angel in real time and the tv show that i've just started watching the new season of is the boys have you watched it renee no <laughs> holy shit what's it on it is fucked up it's on amazon have an amazon login for me or (laughs) i could do yeah or you could just watch it on streamio you didn't hear that from me james delete no yeah i know it's you could i'm not saying i do i'm just saying you could but it is fucked up basically it's here's the premise of the show it's in a world where there are superheroes Mm. but they're basically owned by a corporation and like they're like they act in movies and they've all got endorsements. They're like professional athletes, basically. Mm. And everyone's trying to get better, like, endorsements, better sponsorships, better movie roles. And But it is just, like, fucking hectic. Yeah. One of the opening scenes really sets the tone of the show. Like, within five minutes of the first episode, you'll understand how the show is going to be. It's, okay. like, pretty so that's my. I'm what about sold. You? I'm sold. What am I reading, watching? Okay, so I think a couple of season months ago, I spoke about buying myself a Kindle. So I did that, and cool. I really am enjoying reading on that. I never read. Mum used to pay me to read James, like in high school, because she wanted me to be super smart. And I've never really taken to the book. Like it takes me a year to get through a book, but I don't know what it is about the Kindle. It's just easy. It's transportable, and I've really enjoyed. Uh, having that. I mean, I'm still in the first book and only about 20 pages in, but hey, it's a small wins. But I'm reading Atlas of the Heart, which is Brené Brown's latest book. And it's pretty much like 
an emotional encyclopedia or dictionary. Like I feel like it's going to be one of those things that you constantly refer back to. And it talks about all the different emotions that we have as human beings, which is really cool. Awesome. Would definitely recommend that. Other recommendations, obviously, if you follow me on socials, you know that I have been to Bali. I did a plant-based fitness retreat and absolutely loved it. Obviously, I come from a place of privilege uh, that I can go and travel at the moment. But, oh, my gosh, if you can travel, get back out there. It is the most surreal, most nourishing, most overwhelmingly beautiful feeling. And I highly recommend leaving your city where you've probably been locked down for quite some time and going out and exploring however that may look for you. And lastly, I am having a tempeh moment and a bum bag moment. Not quite like storing my tempeh in my bum bag, but bum bags are back and I highly recommend getting a bum bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bum bags are back, everyone. They totally are. Bum bags. You heard it here first, right. the style fashion queen that I am. Okay, bum bags are back. All right. Well, let's talk about some industry news. There's so much been happening in the space, James. I feel like Instagram's really trying to keep up with TikTok and they're like rapidly changing. So bear with us as we navigate this. Obviously, we're recording this episode a week before it's out. So if things do change between now and then, uh, that's that's just the way it works. But travel influencers are back, James. There's been a bit of like backlash online around joking, calling them travel uh influenzas like they're just so annoying that are spreading everywhere but it's really exciting i think borders are back the tourism tourism industry is thriving again and i seems like they're really relying on content creators to get the word back out there like full honesty in bali james i did a contract collaboration with a, a villa and then a bunch of restaurants over there saw that i was there and wanted to invite me in so that was really cool as well and power to them i think if you're bringing value to a hotel or a experience or a airline company, then you go off, you influencer, keep spreading the joy. Influencer. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Okay, another news, and this is sort of industry news, but I think it's really interesting, is Rebel Wilson has obviously announced that she's with a woman. Yes, Yay, we Rebel. love it. Pride Month, Pride we love month. this. But the reason why I thought we'd mention this is that, so this journalist, Sydney Morning Herald journalist actually had written, had discovered the the scoop, if you will, and often when a journalist writes a big story, they reach out to someone that it's about and give them like a day or two to respond before mm. they publish. It's like a professional courtesy. So he reaches out to Rebel, says, I've got the scoop. I know about your relationship. I'm about to publish. So she takes the social media and just announces <laughs> it herself. And he's really upset about that. And I'm like, it's her life. Like, what are you talking about? Like, how can you be upset? Literally, she just took made a decision to take control of her own life i know i you know? feel like that's just like a massive ego thing for him obviously this is still being uncovered at the moment but i think this is the power of social media james like once upon a time celebrities and people with i guess uh followings used to have to wait for media to say something about them or you know the way we consumed their lives was through media like magazines and radio but now because of instagram everyone's their own journalist in their own right and good on her look forward to seeing how that unfolds but really stoked to see more openness around sexuality and the celebrity space as well yeah in other news tiktoker cooper noriga 19 years of age, was found dead after a chilling video about dying young. They're still unsure of the cause of death, but um, really scary and really awful to see that someone so young and with such influence around the world on this entertainment space has tragically passed away. Yeah, very sad. 
Renee, uh, apparently we've been using emojis wrong. Yes. Did you know about this? Despite the universal language, uh, there are often multiple meanings behind them and misunderstandings of how they should be interpreted. I, I thought there was only one meaning for the uh, eggplant or the aubergine, if you would, and that's if you like delicious eggplants. It's well, so funny. Do you know, James, the like praying emoji? People were recently arguing that that was actually a clapping hands emoji and that we'd been using it wrong for ages. But we're not talking about this one uh, this time. We're actually talking about the smiley face emoji which most people would use because they're you know so smiley we're happy uh but actually james this emoji is meant to emphasize a passive aggressive message or something ironic where the sender means to communicate but it's something that's like not actually fine but we're all just like using the happy emoji like yes yeah, so good but the creators of emojis apparently have created it with more of a passive aggressive meaning behind it so the creators are coming out for us now like some kind of emoji gods and they're trying to tell us what we should and shouldn't be doing with our emojis. But I say give the emojis back to the people. They're our emojis now. And keep using the eggplant in all the right ways. <laughs> yeah. All right, James, this one got me good because I feel like as someone that loves a 3am you up text on the receiving and giving end, the new iPhone update will now let you edit and delete messages, uh, which is really interesting. And I don't know if I love it or hate it. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think it's great because all those times you might have an argument with your partner and it's like, you said this. No, I said that. It's like, well, let's go check the messages. But now I could go in and just edit the messages. So I think this is different from other they've actually said it'll let you edit them so mm. like other than just like unsending something mm. you might be able to go in and actually edit the message which like, i don't love like we're just out. promoting a, a highly curated thought out conversation but they'll also allow you to mark conversations as as unread so you can come back to them later which i do really like because i think this obviously gives people the option to not have to reply instantly like that demand to constantly reply because we have access to our phones is there so i think this is a really good thing but this is just an update for apple users and if you're not using apple well that's for you boo keep sending those texts right let's get over to instagram now renee our favorite instagram <laughs> lots happening you probably all noticed a few recent changes lately you can obviously now pin your favorite or most important posts on instagram to highlight them for people who follow you or click onto your page so much like tiktok you can pin uh, maybe ads that you like which james i was thinking about this yesterday i was like this might mean i could actually offer that as an upsell for clients mm. like hey if you want to be at the top of our feed for a week you could pay x amount to be there great idea renee mm. i hadn't thought about that i mean something that uh, i thought of is that uh, you know on tiktok obviously you can pin like people tend to pin their most popular video mm. but like on instagram it would be interesting to see if people maybe pin a video that like is like a quick bio of who they are and what their page is about yeah. or like something that like encapsulates their whole brand so that when people come there for the first time they've got some control over that people don't have to go back and watch 30 million stories and scroll right down to get a sense of who they are. 100%. Maybe I should do that for the vegan guides. Like, hey, this is who we are, this is our mission, and thanks for being here. Great yeah. idea. Like this is, it's Renee and Emily. And, and now, Alyssa. Yeah. The other girls. Also, shout out to my team if you are listening. They have been phenomenal of late. And if anyone's a content creator on here and thinking about outsourcing or getting contractors involved in your business, I highly recommend it because it meant I could go to Bali and be a whole lot more present and actually uh, have people work and run the business while I'm away. So there's a little... Little side note, but another Instagram change, James, which I think is kind of interesting but exciting. Users can now post reels up to 90 seconds in length. Previously, you could only post reels that were 
60 seconds. So I guess Instagram is really looking at being like the new vlog platform. Like I think YouTube is sadly slowly dying and obviously Instagram wants to offer you the opportunity to put in maybe a minute and a half video. But I also think James interesting because it seems what I've been told or learning is that everyone's attention span is so small. So no more than 20 seconds, but now they're just giving you even more time. So fuck yeah. All right. What's up next, James? Okay, Meta, a.k.a. the Facebook and Instagram powerhouse, which, by the way, I, as you'll remember from one of our earlier CCMF episodes, predicted the name change to Meta. Anyway, earlier this month, they announced that they're starting to roll out new creative tools across Facebook and Instagram Reels to make it Mm -hmm. easier to edit Reels and be discovered by new audiences. So they're going to add more features like what you can do with uh, the in-app editing on TikTok. You're going to have features similar to that and they're going to have new pathways to try and reach new audiences. I'm surprised to hear them including Facebook. I mean, Facebook's dusting off the old dinosaur cobwebs like, right, I want to do reels as well. Oh, and do you know like- it's been a time and a half, James, going back and looking at my Facebook statuses? Like I used to just be like, oh, life is so hard. Oh, my brother and sister are so annoying. Like I'll work 12 hours a day. My life is so annoying. Or just like fix you Coldplay lyrics. <laughs> Highly recommend for a good laugh going back Classic. and looking at Facebook memories. In addition to this, Instagram's also added templates for reels. If you see a great reel posted by one of your favorite content creators or influencers that they've used, or maybe the format of the reel, it also allows you to use it as well. So you can click use template, which is really cool, to pull in the audio and clip sequence and customize for your own reels. Howzer, I'll definitely be using her templates if they're available because she does transitions so well. So cool. For Instagram Reels in particular, for example, you can now import your own audio directly within Instagram Reels, which is super handy. So if I want to post something like, this is why I'm vegan and I want it to go viral or people to use that, and you can now uh, post that and obviously people can use your own audio as well. And you'll also now be able to add voiceover or background audio from another video. So lots which, of... It's crazy that they haven't already made that be a thing but luckily it's coming in now another announcement from instagram and facebook powerhouse is that they will be trialing nfts on the app although we're still wrapping our heads around the world of crypto and nfts i'm not really sure what's going on there if the trial goes forward from what i understand people will be able to share these digital assets that are sold with digital currency which is kind of cool so i think meta is going to have its own cryptocurrency token mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that the nfts which stands for non-fungible token, which is a type of digital artwork that can't be replicated. Mm-hmm. I think the NFTs will be built on the blockchain of the token currency of Meta. Is this getting too complex, Renee? Does this uh, is this making any sense? <laughs> I honestly was just like, you know me, NFT is probably not my strength, but I also want to make friends with it because it does really feel like it's it's the future. I know a lot of artists, like musicians, are now selling songs as NFTs or you can buy NFTs as their songs. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So anyone can create – it's basically wrapping something that's created digitally mm. in a code that's impossible to replicate. So you then know that that's mm. the only one of that. So, like, Jack Dorsey, who created Twitter, sold the first mm. ever tweet as an NFT. So, they wrapped that, tw- they took the tweet down, wrapped it in code, and someone owns that code now of, like, the actual, because you think everything on the internet is actually written as code somewhere. And so, mm. you own you own that, like, and you can keep it like a piece of art, like, I own the first tweet, or, like, I own this song, this NFT. This <laughs> so, you're hoarding. Thing. It's virtually hoarding. <laughs> it's virtually hoarding. Our mum would love it. 
god, literally. A new report which focuses on the online creator economy, which is super interesting, game commissioned by Vista, it's a global design and marketing firm, and conducted by YouGov in April 2020, has highlighted that younger men are earning the most on TikTok. Why do you think that is, James? Well, do you know what? I actually had a thought when I uh, saw this and I what I would have liked to have known is are they earning more for the same following or mm. like would there have been, I would like to know like do men have 60% of the followers in total, mm. you know? Okay. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like uh, are more guys, do they have more followers and that's why they're earning more or is mm-hmm. it like on average per people that have you know, a guy and a girl both have a million followers, the guy's earning more. That's what I would well, like to know. There's not a massive pay gap. I said the report showed that on average in Australia, males earn $57,000 for their content while females earn $49,000. That's, ha- that's a massive pay gap to me, I reckon. That's like 20% more. But what I think would it, some of it would come down to, James, is there is probably a lot more female creators online and therefore it's more of a competitive space. But also maybe females aren't empowered enough to be charging what they're worth. So if you're a female content creator and actually this is something my friend said to me and I told you this the other day, James. She said, I choose to live my life as if I'm a white privileged male in a boardroom every single day. So if I'm going on a date, I get into that headspace of like I'm at the top of the food chain, I'm going to charge what I'm worth, I'm going to go into this date being the hottest thing I am so I support you if you are looking at reviewing your rates or maybe you just want to have a conversation around rates. One of our guests, naturally Nina, who was on the show, make sure you go back and listen to her episode. She often messages me all the time being like, hey, this client's offered this rate. So do you think that's enough? And most of the time I'm like, no way, charge more. She puts out the rate, they accept it. There we go. There you go. That's great advice, Renee. So, yeah, this research basically that they conducted, though, was of, of over 500 Australian content creators who've shared their work uh, online. According to Women's Health, it also revealed that TikTok influencers earn more on average than influencers on YouTube and Instagram. That's I thought that was actually pretty interesting because TikTok's yeah. still quite new. I wouldn't have thought that they're earning, you know, some YouTubers are multimillionaires and Instagram mm. as well. People know how to, like, people understand the way things get charged on Instagram now? I'm surprised. Mm. But then it says the average TikTok influencer, according to the report, earned an average of 71K Oh, my God, a year. that's so good. <laughs> I want to earn mm. that. I think why this might be, James, and this is just my theory, this is not um, factual, is that obviously the views on TikTok are massive. Like you put up a reel and maybe an amazing reel on Instagram might get 1 million followers. But TikTok, you can easily be looking at multiple millions of views per video if you are at that level or if you go viral. And I also just think that a lot of companies and brands are realizing that TikTok is the future. So they would be more prepared to invest in that. It's more of an investment for now as well. But gosh, this really (laughs) is like a bit of a slap in the face. Like, okay, Renee, time to keep going on TikTok and keep diversifying and charging for that. Mm, That's it. Mm. And, of course, with all this, guys, as well, don't forget we had an amazing uh, chat with Liz from Vegan Diaries, who, James, I'm pretty sure she has over 100,000 followers now, like within months, has literally blown up. Yes, and her and another girl, Brown, who's a vegan blogger, she went from about 10,000 to 100,000 followers on Instagram within two months, and she's now literally just quit her full-time job because of it. So don't forget, if you want some tips on how to create viral reels, you can definitely go and check out that episode. Me and my team did a training with Liz, and it was so helpful and so beneficial. It's really helped us with our real content as well. Wow, amazing. Now, this is an interesting one. So you think that obviously brands should be discussing payments 
with the content creators that they're working with or whether it's an exchange for a promotion. I know last week on the show, Bianca from Who Gives a Crap spoke about, you know, how you should be, if you're a brand reaching out to content creators, you should make it clear very quickly. Like uh, same if you're a content creator pitching to brands, you should make it clear. Is it an exchange for, is it a collab? Is it basically a recent article from Pedestrian featured a viral video of a local business who shared a uh, TikTok about an influencer that they sent hundreds of dollars worth of free product to, but then the influencer wouldn't post about it until they were then paid an additional fee, even though that fee had not been discussed with the business prior. What do you think about this, Renee? Mm, I think it's interesting. Uh I think this is such a good and healthy reminder to be super clear. Like a lot of brands are very vague around, we'd love to work with you. And same with content creators, like they can be like, we'd love to work with you. It's like, okay, well, how? I often say to brands, what does job well done look like for you? And ask them to fill in a brief. Uh, And then, yeah, make it super clear and super communicative. I think in this case, it does sound like the influencer wasn't upfront about the fact that they wanted to charge and therefore hasn't been clear or communicated to the brand. So I think uh, there's error on both both sides of the party, James. And interestingly enough, I'm not quite going to out the brand just yet, but there is a client of ours that we work with that owes the vegan guides about $1,600, $1,700 for content that was done and created. Um, we got we sent it for approval and then all of a sudden we saw that they went bankrupt in the media and now I'm chasing a PR company for months chasing up the money i mean the content never went live but we did sign a contract the only thing is the contract was like a digital one and got sent straight to them so i actually don't have a copy of it so please 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 uh get a contract in place make sure you sign and have a copy because it's a really expensive learning lesson for me as a brand absolutely Yes, I can't help but think of all the great things uh, the business could be doing with that money, but I'll keep you keep you posted and not going out the brand for now, at least. Hopefully we can get it. We are so excited to be partnering with Who Gives a Crap. We have been wiping with them for years, which is why we're super pumped to have them involved with our show. They are an eco-friendly company that makes toilet paper and donates 50% of their profits to help provide clean water and toilets all around the world. You've probably seen their colourfully wrapped toilet paper in every trendy cafe ever. So join us and order your TP from them and get $10 off your first subscription using our promo code DYEI10. That's DYEI10. It really helps support our show. If you love the work we do and you love the work that Who Gives a Crap does, then do your bum a favour and do the world a favour by ordering your first subscription of Who Gives a Crap. All the links are in the show notes. Happy wiping, friends. All right. Welcome back and moving on. Don't forget, guys, you can leave us a voicemail at doeveninfluence.media. That is the end of this series. And also, James, <sighs> James is... We've got some other happy. industry news. Some other industry news. about it. No, um, I'm just... Yeah. Uh, it's bittersweet. But it's, this is my last episode with Do You Even Influence. I am retiring from the show to pursue some of my other projects and Which I it wholeheartedly, has been a wild ride. It has. It, I'm so grateful, James, that you came on board originally as a producer and then obviously coming on as a co-host. I was devastated when you said that that was no longer aligning with what you needed to do, but I also wholeheartedly respect that. There was a moment where I was like, do I just quit the podcast? But of course not. I love this show and I love doing it and I love speaking to all the amazing people in the industry. And James, you are going to nail whatever you do. Uh, and I know that your passion really is with music and acting and I wholeheartedly support that. 
And what's what's been your favorite episode so far, Renee, of our journey together? 50 episodes we've done. God, so many good episodes. I really, truly did love, I really love the funny business chat with the guys. Like that felt like just such a pure conversation, not necessarily like an interview. And it was a lot of fun, a lot of banter. But I also love the vibe of how we were feeling after the recent episode with Karina Irby from Moana Bikini. That was like, we were buzzing. Yeah, we were totally buzzing. For me, I think my favorite episode has got to be All Right Hayes episode. That was just yes. that, at that stage, that was just so cool that we were, it was shortly after we'd gotten Hailzone and then we managed to get All Right Hay. And from a producing point yeah. of view, it was like we were taking all the right steps towards, you know, the the, the caliber of guests that we wanted. And, and now the show, like, you know, I'm just so... I'm so proud of the guests we've managed to get on and as a so duo. Grateful. And I know I know the show is just, just gonna keep growing and growing. And I, I think that that we have been doing and that you're doing great stuff for the content creator industry. And these oh. are really important conversations that, that need to be having. You're just so resilient, Renee. And you just I I, I for those listening, that, that Renee and I have two other siblings, and I always tell Renee, what do I tell you, Renee? <laughs> I'm not <gonna> say it. <laughs> I always say, Renee, you're the best one. You're the best one. It's very kind of you. I'm like, I'm so sad that you won't be involved, James. Like, and also, I was recently having coffee with Amanda Ducks on the podcast, uh, who we had on the podcast, and she's like, "How did you get Riley Hampson? Like, how did you get these guests on the show? Like, obviously, you know, we aren't a massive, massive podcast yet. Where that's hopefully where we're leading. But I was like, my brother, he just like did it. He asked, he had conversations, he was genuine. So like, thank you so much for all your hard work and like your hustle. You really are such a big part of why we've managed to get such like dreamy guests on the show. I know we've done an amazing job and I'm, I'm proud of us. So we will be back in July and I'm very excited. We have another incredible co-host coming on, someone that I know you are all going to love that is very much involved in the media space and has an energy like no other. I'm like, God, I'm going to have to level up my energy because This woman is incredible and is a wealth of knowledge in the creative space and I can't wait for you to have ears on that. If you have any guest suggestions or feedback for us, don't forget you can always slide it on into our DMs. Otherwise, we'll be back in the middle of July. Thank you, James. Thank you for listening. We love you. And maybe, James, we'll get you on the show one day as a guest. Yeah, get me on as a guest. (laughs) The best. Love you. Bye.